Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Austin. Trevor's hanging out with me this week. So we're going to sit down and it, what's up indeed? What's up? It has been a while since you've been on. It's Yeah, I've had some um, scheduling issues. Let's yeah, you call had to them. go see a guy about a horse and uh, <laughs> something like that. I'm sure. Yeah. It turned something. out it was a Russian horse. So, you know, we, we opted not to buy. <laughs> It's probably good considering the climate of things, and that's we're probably gonna we're gonna, we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna we're gonna cut it up a little bit today. We're gonna talk about um, the is it Ukraine or is it the Ukraine? I don't. I, I want to say it's Ukraine. Like yeah, one I word because like, we don't call it the Russia or the Italy, but the we're Japan. the United States of America. So I don't know. But regardless, we're. I don't know. We're I wasn't talk there about, when the nomenclature was chosen, so I'm. I'm. I'm just going off of like that seventh grade yeah, history book. We could probably write a letter about that and find out. Sure. Um, but here we are going to talk about uh, the Russian situation, the Ukraine nonsense that's going on. Um, you, you're getting some new gear. We're going to talk about that. Yes, very excited. Um, about that. you know, we're just gonna cut up a little bit and see where see where things take us. Sure, let's do it. It's let's been a while. It. So it's weird. Yeah, I mean uh, yeah, whatever I mean whatever you want really. You're the you're the guest technically, so well, Thank you. It's very gracious. We could well, I mean <clears throat> I did already offer you a uh, spirits. Oh, yes. Yeah, some Weller special reserve because we're very classy here. Yeah, you know, uh I, does that count as an allocated bourbon? It does because when you charge 90 to $120 for something that should MSRP for 23 to 25, mm-hmm. I, I feel like that counts as allocated. Yeah. Yeah, I did not pay 90 to Whatever I, I paid MSRP and when I was your, in a, What's your favorite quote? Don't let the screw top fool you, folks. I assure you, it's quite good. Um, yeah, that's actually a line from Virgin River, which is like a rom com that's on Netflix with uh, uh, not not Scott Speed, the other guy, the guy who was in the motorcycle movie, not Biker Boys, the one with Ice Cube and Torque. Yeah, that one, Martin Henderson. Martin Henderson, my God, he's a good-looking man. He plays the lead in that series. Um, okay. And uh, one of the older ladies in that show said, I, "But I, I mean, I digress. Who the fuck okay. cares, right?" So, so can, um, we, can we start with the new gear? Because I'm really excited about this. We can, but first, I'm gonna have to say thank you to our sponsors because they they're kind of a pretty big part of what we do here. So, but then we can do it. If yeah. No. That, no. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, All sure. right. So, so our sponsors. Uh, I want to say thank you, of course, to Eclipse Holsters. Uh, Eclipse is the OG sponsor here. Um, we are, if you're just picking up the podcast for the first time in a couple of weeks, we are back working with Eclipse. We are brand ambassadors. Uh, oops, got my Sports Center notifications going for all the great trade rumors and things going on yeah, together. Actually, Rogers, you know what exactly Seattle gave up uh, or got for giving up Russell Wilson? So. Uh, yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, Eclipse holsters. Um, Great, great company. We're super proud to be ambassadors of Eclipse. They make awesome, awesome products, you guys. If you're a first-time gun owner or maybe you're not a first-time gun owner, maybe you're just looking for a quality holster, not all Kydex is created equal. Let Jess and the team at Eclipse hook you up. You can use our discount code, Prepared Mindset. It's going to save you $20 off of your holster order. They do mag carriers. They do dump trays. They do wallets. They cover a wide range of different pistol makes and models with lights, without lights. Uh, Lexi and I both recently added the Streamlight TLR6 to our 43Xs. Grabbed up a couple of the Sirius, which is their light bearing in the waistband holsters uh, with the metal monoblock clips. Those things are game changers. If you don't have one of those, uh, you can order just the clip itself. 
so they saw all the parts and accessories. Uh, I've spent over a hundred bucks, free FedEx two day shipping guys. I, I mean, that's, that's really starting to become the industry standard is the two day shipping. You kind of have to USPS is just, I don't mean to sound like not a Patriot, but it's just, it's damn unacceptable in today's world. I, I need my shit and I need it fast. Amen. You also guarantee it's coming. Yeah, it is. And, and you know what? You need your shit and they guarantee to have it in the mail to you in three business days or less. How is that? I know there's holster companies out there that have three and four week or six week, eight week lead times. It's the right hell now. out of optics planet. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, that's setting the, that's setting the bar pretty low. Yeah. yeah so, uh, eclipse holsters head over to eclipseholsters.com. Again, our code prepared mindset all one word. That's going to save you 20% off of your order. And guys, I had somebody else reach out to me about this. If you don't see your maker model on the site, or maybe there's a pattern uh, of Kydex or color or something that you, you don't see, but you're really trying to make it happen, shoot an email over to the team at Eclipse. Nine times out of 10, they can hook it up. They can make it work for you. They can find a way to get you taken care of. Great, great, great company. Super proud to be working with those guys. Eclipse Holsters. Also, my medic. You guys, there's a lot of stuff going on now, right? We're in the middle of winter. We're trans. We're kind of translating or migrating or moving. I guess transitioning. Transitioning. That was probably the word I was searching for. Thank you. Mm. Uh, <laughs> um, we're we're moving into the, the warmer months of the year here. So there's you know so, still some winter sports going on up here in the uh, the northern parts, the fingertips, if you will, of the mitten state here in Michigan. Um, but for whatever you guys have going on. You guys need to have medical supplies, right? We love working with mymedic.com because not only do they sell kits of varying sizes and varying scopes, right? Things like automotive, boating, biking, uh, for one person, three or four people, six to eight people plus. They also provide great educational content. And that's really what makes you an asset in these situations when life throws you that curveball. You pass a auto accident on the side of the road. Uh, you're out snowmobiling and a friend hits a tree, lacerates themselves, something. I mean, all kinds of things happen, unfortunately. it's That's life. You're out rollerblading, um, tear your scrotum. Yeah. Well, you up for that, right? Well, I don't know. There's a lot you can do for a torn scrotum in a first aid kit, but uh, you'd be a lot better off with one than without one. Absolutely. Both the scrotum and the first aid kit. Um but mymedic.com, uh, they gave us the code mindset20. It's going to save you guys 20% off of your order. You can pick up one of their MyFacts. That's what I carry in my vehicle. I also have one of their EDC medics that I carry with me when I leave the house. Um, all sorts of different options, sizes, capabilities, whether it's something you're buying for the winter or maybe pick up one of their boat medics that floats. You know, we're quickly warming up here in Michigan. We do a lot of boating. We're around a lot of water. Having something like that that floats and is going to keep all of your medical supplies dry, probably not the worst idea in the world. You can actually access our affiliate link now through our link tree in our Instagram page, or you can go through our offer section uh, on Facebook and access mymedic.com. You go through our affiliate link, a little piece of whatever you spend comes back and helps support the prepared mindset and all the content that we produce for you guys. So it's mymedic.com. Again, our code mindset20 can still be used with the affiliate link, save you 20% off. And they recently kicked off their rewards program. So you can start building points towards all kinds of cool stuff. Head over to mymedic.com and check them out. Additionally, you can also use our link tree or our offers page. We are affiliate partners with Dry Fire Mag. Uh, ammo prices, still not great. Uh, ammo availability, still not great. If you shoot a Glock, 
you shoot a SIG, Springfield, uh, M&P. They're starting to work on the compact and subcompact models as well. Get yourself a dry fire bag, man. Save yourself some time. Save yourself a ton of money. Pick one of these training tools up. It's going to give you the audible and tactile reset for the trigger that's going to help you work on things like your trigger cadence, your target transitions. Uh, you know, if you're working, if you're trying to fix that issue, you just you keep riding the trigger reset. This is the kind of tool that'll help with that. We don't have a discount code for you guys, but we believe in the product. Okay, we all use one here. We practice a lot with them. It's a great, great tool to help work out a lot of those issues on your clock. You don't have to be at the range to fix this. You don't have to waste six hundred dollars in ammo to fix these things. You can take care of it dry practicing in your home, in your basement. Dryfiremag.com. If you use our affiliate link, a little piece of that comes back to support us. Go check those guys out as well. Okay, so getting into it. So you ordered some, you have some new gear coming and guys, I feel like it's, it's important to point out that you sh- just because you have gear, um, of whatever degree, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean that your situation can't be improved, that you shouldn't be reviewing what that looks like, how that works together. Um, or that what you have is just good enough and you're good to go. You don't need to worry about it. Right. So we were looking at, we were checking out some of your stuff this past weekend. Yeah, um, we were on, uh, was it London Bridge Tactical looking to. Yeah, so London Bridge is is actually a really good company. Um, I feel like they don't really get the shine that a lot of the other companies get because they don't really focus on their social media presence. Um, so, I mean, you see a lot of stuff from Spiritus Systems. You see a lot of stuff from Feral Concepts, T-Rex Arms, um, I know I'm forgetting some cry, obviously actually even cry doesn't do that much on their own. I think a lot of people just, they, they, they push the cry cause they like it. it. Yeah. London bridge makes pretty, pretty good stuff. Um, you know, that's the, you have the LBX, which is their sister brand. Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, I think was it the Armidus? Yes. The yeah. Armidus two. Okay, the Armidus 2 plate, yeah, because there were multiple generations of that plate mm-hmm. carry. I think that's the one that Chris Costa helped develop. So, I mean, and a fair option. Um, probably one of the lesser seen ones. I know... I bought that thing with my first round of Trump bucks. Uh, are they Trump bucks or are they Biden bucks? If they were given while Trump was in office, they are Trump bucks. If they were given after Trump was in office, I still refer to them as Trump bucks unless I'm doing it ironically. Oh, okay. Well, all right. So you use that with your, your stimmy money. And you bought the plate carrier. Um, yep. And actually, by all accounts, it is a better offering than a lot of the stuff you're seeing on the market right now. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not, uh, it's not a quality thing. There's a lot of quality offerings out there. But what yours did come with that <clears throat> a lot of a lot of carriers don't right now, yours came with the front panel. Yes. So it holds three magazines across the front, clips yep. in. Yours came with the shoulder pads. Yes, it um, yeah. And yours, yours actually comes with a back panel that can be clipped into the rough part. The only thing that's the only criticism I really have um, is that they use a three quarter inch swift clip system versus the one inch system that everybody else uses. Right. They have like a proprietary clip system so that you can't interchange it with anybody else. Yeah, and you got to be like a crazy mad seamstress or like know how to perform seamstress surgeries to. I, mean, I can sew, but not nearely to the degree it would. I have seen required for something like that. Yeah, I've seen somebody online who actually has that carrier who did mm-hmm. put the one inch, um, the female one inch swift clips on yeah. his carrier. Um, it doesn't look great, 
how it was done. I don't, however, I also don't know what the, I guess like the inner workings of that carrier look like from a stitching well, perspective. That's, that's exactly why I bought new, new goodies because I, you know what, I've, I spent the $250 on the Armadus too. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the panel that I have now with the three mag holder, it's great and everything, but it's just not quite enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did upgrade to that. The uh, the three mag panel that has the admin pouch on the front, so there's and um, that's yeah, and that's important because you gotta be able to carry extra shit with you. Um, things like and the argument that really drove that home for me was um, the Skittles, you know, someplace to keep snacks. Like a snack. Yeah, yeah, you gotta have snacks, something to yeah. keep you going. Um, I, in mine, I and I run the the uh, the RDR gear placard right. <laughs> on mine, so it's got two pockets up front, and uh, one of mine is filled with MRE chocolate chip cookies. Um, because it's a solid choice. I would have chosen like trail mix or something a little bit healthier, but no, you do you. Yeah. I, I, I know I was good with it there. It's really good. They taste just like chips. Ahoy. It's, um, but you should have snacks with you to some, to some extent, if you plan on wearing that for any kind of long-term anything, you should have some kind of non-perishable snack. Like don't shove a brownie in there. Cause that's going to go bad real quick. It's going to get moldy and weird. And <clears throat> I mean, you can still eat it, but you might hallucinate after you don't. The other yeah. thing I did grab was, um, and I'm super excited about this because I'm fat. So the, um, the last, the full elastic cummerbund, as opposed to the, um, like the Molly cummerbund that has the, the, the static the cummerbund that uses, yeah. And that's one of the, and that's one of the detractors for that plate carrier system, in my opinion. Um, just like, and I've said this about the Cry system, I would and I've agree. said that this is about a negative of this plate. Yeah, carrier, and I've said this about the the Spiritus uh, LV one one nine is the the shock cord lace up system they use in the back of the carrier to adjust the cummerbund. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't move, doesn't budge. It's not supposed to, you know, really. And and, and that's well, yeah, fine that if you're all sized up. And then I tried it on around the holidays. You know, I've got my fifteen pounds of winter yeah. weight, so I don't have to wear a jacket. And that was, and now it doesn't fit well. <laughs> well, and that's the problem with stuff like that is the constant adjustment piece to it. And it's good. I mean, it it serves a purpose, right? So if you're, if you're building your kit to be load bearing, so you have GP pouches on your cummerbund, you carry things like flashbangs or, um, maybe you have a big medical blowout kit. If that's your function within a team or something like that, or you have a separate pouch that you wear there that you, I mean, I don't, you could put any number of things in there. Right. Um, which I mean, the the medical kit. I mean, that's that's got a lot of merit, especially in my mind. Because let's be honest, I train probably like a fraction of the amount that you do. So if something goes down, well, I plan on getting shot a lot. So I'm gonna need to plug as like many of those holes as I can. That. You should probably just make sure you have the stuff too. But but your medical kit, you run it on your belt, right? And then you have a dangler in the front where you can access your medical too. Right. Got a couple of chest seals, so, some gauze, band-aids. So you are not necessarily in a position where you can't have uh, a dangler, right? Right. And that's that's more that's more accessible for you. Um, mm-hmm. You don't you're not in a position where you have to run anything on your cummer button. Right. You're not again, you're not running flashbangs, you're not running a nod pouch or no, um, Hollywood. You know, anything any kind of zip up pouches for uh SSE or anything like that, which is probably a bad place for them anyways. But so you don't need that, right? You right. don't need that rigidity and that structure that's load bearing. Um so I mean, you have all you have options, right? You can always try and resize the cummerbund mm-hmm. to some extent. Um, the nice that's part laborious. It's a real chore. You well, open and that's the back the pr- panel. Yep. I started looking at it, and when you told me it was going to be a pain in the butt, I'm like, you know what? Let's not. Let's yeah. just go ahead and get. You know, we we looked at maybe some other options that would work, but I mean, 
I wanted to stay with the London Bridge stuff because I, I mean, mean it's designed to work with it's my designed carrier. to work with my carrier. Um, it's I know it's going to match color wise because you know looking cool is important, and also yep. it's kind of I feel like anyways, and I could be wrong. I feel like it's kind of Gucci, like not full Gucci, but like definitely Asian flea market knockoff Gucci. Like it's so it's not. I mean, it, it, it's. I mean, I guess it, you hype it if you like it. That's how I feel about I mean, it. I dig it. I, think, I mean, I, I feel a like high I'm price tag with that stuff on. I mean, well, <laughs> you shouldn't because getting shot in the arm and stuff really hurts. I, I would assume anyway. So yeah, never been shot personally. Not looking forward to that experience if it ever. No, happens, I'm not looking but, to mean, do that. Yeah. Um, but it is good. You know, we 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 were kind of messing around with some stuff, trying to find a different way to mount a knife for you, and I think a tourniquet holder and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, <clears throat> which the new the new cummerbund is gonna. Have just pockets in there. I'm not gonna have and to molly lace it or anything. That's the way that a lot of companies are going with it is having the elastic cummerbunds that have the the stitched pockets in them, yes. where you can stow extra magazines, you can stow tourniquets, uh, radio. Um, depending on the size of the pocket, uh, if you have one of the like vacuum sealed uh, med packs or something, you can yeah. store one of those in there. And it just it's a lot more slim fitting, but it also it allows for more adjustability, so you can breathe easier in it, which breathing helps, right? Breathing's important. Yeah, uh, oxygen deprivation, I've been told, uh, is a real killer, you know? Yeah. It's a bad time. So, um, I mean, and and it really wasn't that expensive either. It was like a $45 upgrade for you, so. I think with everything all in total before shipping, it was like exactly $105, $107. Yeah, you really can't, you really can't beat that. For $120, that. Bucks, I, I revitalized my kit, I guess. Yeah, you really can't beat it for for the money. That's that's pretty and good. The stuff. quality of construction is high. It's there, you know. Yeah, and, and it, uh, it looks cool. London Bridge, I will say, is in my personal opinion, is one of those companies that kind of um, they. I mean, they have military contracts, so they charge a little bit more for their stuff. And sometimes I, I kind of question whether it's warranted yeah, but it's or not. not. Like egregiously overpriced, I don't think. Uh, I mean. Some of it is. Some of it is. Some of it is. The stuff that I own is not because I'm cheap. But. Well, no, I mean you paid what two fifty for that Armitus. I did pay two fifty five for the Armitus plus shipping. It was just under three hundred dollars for that carrier. Yeah, dude, that's you know. I, but it was I house paid, money. I was playing with the government's money. <clears throat> They're helping me half arm myself that. against the incoming Russian invasion. I paid half of that for my Slickster, even after my placard and stuff. Yeah, but I have better shoulder pads. Yeah. Well, you need them because right now you still run. You're still running steel plates. Listen, listen. Okay, I knew that was gonna come up. Okay, I'm just saying. I'm, it's on. Listen, next paycheck, I'm gonna yeah. find some really sick plates, like some level four, five pound, like um, good plates, as opposed to like yeah, whatever the level steel plates I have. That I think um, the steel plates are level three technically. The problem yeah, with they're steel, shit, it's like yeah, twenty two pounds over the carrier that yeah. you're putting on, and a lot of people and your people sometimes mm-hmm. but uh, a lot of people oh it's fine because i'll only need it for a limited amount of time dude if you and, and anybody who's listening anyone who's listening who's looked at steel armor and bought it or has it now and thinks it's a good idea or at the very least looks at this and goes well it's better than nothing i would argue against that fact because uh, no I how mean, fast it, are you right now me i'm it, i mean any high school is a long time ago but yeah. i mean i'm i'm you're not fast Sprightly. now. Sprightly. No. I, I can how, move how much, gingerly how fast, in small bursts. How fast would you be an extra 20 pounds heavier? About as quick as I would run after taco night. Like, oh. 
I feel like that's about accurate. Like I can still, still move kind of quick, but yeah. there's a there's a small chance that something bad's gonna but happen. But you don't. I mean, you don't want to, right? I mean, no, like, you don't you want could, to be if, running around with right all that now, extra weight. If, if it could be you're right now looking at you, you can. You, hey, I'm just gonna drop 20 pounds in the snap like that. Yeah. You say no, I don't want to do that. Like no, I mean, I'd kill to lose 20 pounds. You know, so I and understandably, you're not going to lose all of that weight with the plates, right? Because you're going from about 10 and a half, 11 pounds per steel plate mm-hmm. down to five or five and a half if you're going for level fours. Yeah, so I'm cutting it in half. Yeah, and getting so you're still dropping protection. 10 pounds. Yeah, you know, and that's just the consideration for plates. And what's that? What's that thing called? Like deformation, like where the bullet hits it. Uh, back face deformation. Yeah, I so, feel like that's less on the level fours. Um. Unless I get it's, shot a lot, which, like I mentioned a few yeah. minutes ago, I plan on doing. It depends on the steel plates. Um, it depends on the level four plates for the, the I mean, the honest to God side by side comparison. It should be better. The big thing with level, with like poly plates or polyceramic plates or Shelf anything life. like that is the spalling. You know, you, I mean, yeah, sweet, you didn't get shot in the chest and die, but spalling shot up through your chin and your brain cavity and then you died anyways. Be a lot faster than gut shot, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, it would, but you, I mean, the end result is still the same. So, you know, I mean, if okay. the, if the object, right, I, I mean, if yes. the object here is to not die, can we talk about something else other than me dying? I would really like to talk about something other I mean, than me we're, dying we're by speaking, ricochet. Cause that just sounds, not only does that sound lame because I'm dead, that sounds like the most embarrassing way to go in the world. Oh, what happened to Trevor? He, he, did he die? Yeah. He, he, but he didn't get shot. He got hit by a piece of bullet shrapnel. Yeah, and he, died. he got, he got hit by a, like, that's not, not a, a real bullet. That's not cool. He got People hit aren't going to get piece all weepy eyed at that story. They're going to be like, wow. What a dumbass that guy was. Well, I mean, it just it highlights why it's important, A, to have medical kits, right? MyMedic.com. Um, and also why it's important. I mean, I mean, if I'm getting shot up through the chin, I don't know if there's much I'm going to be able to do with a chest seal. Which is why it's, well, I mean, you'll be able to do more than you with it than you can without. That's for damn true. It's true. But it's also why it's important we highlight that, you know, uh, hey, work in teams. Have a network, right? I have a network. Do you? And? Don't dogs? disclose. You got, you got two, Drake and Jax. My dogs. That's it. four. Four dudes is a fire team. Four dudes is a fire team, but those two are not. I mean, I mean, okay. So I mean, but in, in all seriousness, when you guys are looking at building out kit and where you need to upgrade and fill gaps in your kit, I know it's not the sexiest stuff, but life saving gear should be towards the top of the list, and it should also be the place where you, it shouldn't be the place where you go to to like save money. Realistically, no. I mean. I would rather take a, a decent chest rig over a crappy plate carrier with steel plates because it affords you greater mobility and speed and more stamina. Um, that said, if you can afford good plates, I think that you should have good plates and a good carrier. Yes. Um, and Because at the very least, then you can give that to your wife, girlfriend, small child, whatever, right. and say, here, put this on, and I'm going to go take care of whatever. I mean, worst case scenario, right? But... Um, life-saving equipment not where you want to to skimp out and save the money so no definitely um, and i get it financial constraints are a mother and it it sucks um but but plan it out right Right. um speaking of which life-saving equipment how many people in the ukraine do you think i said the ukraine how many people in ukraine do you think are wishing right about now that they had our access to firearms training support um equipment do they even have like amazon in ukraine well they there were actually apparently there are some groups there that do get together and train on weekends yeah like a militia type group sure i'll be honest i'm not super uh up to date on what their 
like firearms laws regulations and stuff. Yeah, I don't think they were allowed to own guns. Um, I I don't know. If That's they why were. the government like handed out. Then they hand out something like eighteen thousand AK forty sevens and AK seventy fours. Yeah, we were watching Brandon Herrera the other day, and he was. 100 yeah, percent on board with I the government issued ak-74s and pkms and like just yeah i don't know if the government stops them from owning it i mean because here in america i mean it's different right like here mm-hmm. you have like seven guns or something or one, one gun for with a lot of politicians is why can't i own belt fed i want to know why i can't own belt fed it's a whole different discussion i know but still it's a it's um for another day but you're looking statistically here it's like it's like seven firearms for every one american here so there's and that's not true everywhere else in the world. So, most um, places in the world, it's not true. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it could be accessible and it could be an option in Ukraine. I I don't know their firearms laws, but they did. They did hand out close to um, twenty thousand uh, assault rifles or, or rifles in general. I don't know what they handed out um, to help defend the country. And this was right. They knew for a while. Hey, the Russia's on the border. They're kind of lining up. Yeah, like it's training with cardboard AK cutouts. Before, that prior yeah, to those posts were, were being seen on the internet for weeks leading up to the actual mm-hmm. bombings a couple, that started a couple weeks ago and the, the, the eventual invasion by Russian military. And it's like, you don't want to wait until the last minute to start training right. to, try and acquire that and now you're seeing at that point it's too late you can't learn it yeah. you can't put it into action yeah and, it's and it's getting bad like that i think i was i was watching the news at the gym and i think they said something like 61 hospitals have been targeted by russian bombardment yeah. since this all started <clears throat> like that's that's insane you have a a civilian populace that's actively being targeted and they have no electricity well, and no running russia's, water d- I mean, russia's denying it at every turn no we didn't we didn't target any uh any civilian targets or any civilian anything, and it's like okay, you're, we have we have it on the on the TV. Yeah, um, you're, yeah. You're like MSNBC shit. is reporting that you are in fact like actively shelling a subdivision in. Yeah, whatever. I mean, and and you do have to. I mean, you do have to take the media with a grain of salt. Oh, sure, right. Yeah. But, but I mean, if even half of it's true, it's still like we're bordering on war yeah. crimes at this point. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. It's not even bordering on at this point. Um, I'm pretty sure Putin is certifiable. Is, guilty of you know war crimes and un uh unjustified and and i don't i don't know what what boxes have to be checked or what lines have to be crossed to quote unquote justify an invasion of a neighboring country because it's an, it's an act of aggression right it's not a defensive act yeah it's so there has to be i'm sure there's some things that have to go on for that to to be looked at as quote unquote legal in the eyes of the world but yeah, and, and and this is okay. So this is kind of what I wanted to talk about t- with you, is all this. I mean, basically, call it what it is, right? Uh, virtue signaling from all these people online, and Ugh. you're talking specifically about gear and kit, right? Yep. I can't even tell you how many fucking companies I have seen on Instagram and Facebook that oh, we have this many th- hundreds or th- these many thousands of these plate carriers or plates or ammunition that are now for sale to be shipped, ready to be shipped to the Ukraine, and it's like. I just said the Ukraine. Yep. Um, and, and it's like, you know, okay, so are you really trying to be a humanitarian here? Because, no, and I get it. you to be a materialistic weasel that's capitalizing on the. the to some extent. And yeah. I get Everyone's got to make money. Oh, sure. And everyone's got a bottom, go lead, a bottom I, line. I get it. But taking advantage of an atro- that's, a, a actual atrocity and the, the tragic loss of human life. For for a for a margin for a percentage, yeah, that's that's and, like and a little you're skeezy. To using me. the thin veil of oh we're good people, mm-hmm. we're we're doing this. It's like well, 
you know, I mean, you could, if now if you were offering it at a discounted rate, and I understand how do you prove anybody that uses the discount code or whatever right. is actually in that dire need that they say they are. So, well, and how are they planning on importing all of this military? Um, uh, my understanding right now, level gear yeah. to all these civil like these people don't need right now. A lot honestly, of it's coming in through Poland, from what I heard. Majority of these people don't need plate carriers. They don't need flashbang grenades. They they don't like they need food. They mm-hmm. need water. They need toiletries. Like I mean, the, they do need they, all those things, I mean, but yeah, yeah. But to, I mean, they don't have the things to satisfy the the daily activities of like living their life. Well, that's the, so you're talking about the general populace, right? Um, yeah. Many of whom who have fled the country. Yes. Um, and this is okay. So, and now we're getting to this point where it's like, I'm seeing this stuff online, right? Because you know, you're listening to this. Today is, it's March eighth. Yep, Tuesday, March eighth. Um, gas prices around here are oh god, like four forty a gallon. National average actually is four forty one as of like uh, this afternoon. Yeah. And, I mean, at, California at is open, almost at seven bucks shocking so and, and people are are understandably pissed about this well the right? s&p <clears throat> opened 200 points down today um you know the dow I mean, Jones yeah, the industrial global, is way down the global economy is 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 suffering it's in flux because of everything that's going on you right. know and and i we both work in finance yes. so maybe it gives us a slightly different insight into some things however we're just now getting the easing of these mandates right People are just getting ready to hey, hit the nothing. road for they road trip season, off. vacation season. We want to get out of the house. I mean, yeah. we're probably we're, we're we're starting to finally, it looks like, get back to the quote unquote old normal. Now that we got used to the new normal for two years, two years, almost exactly two years. Yeah, um, and oh, that's a good point. Yeah, almost yeah. exactly two years. Almost like it all it only popped up for the election cycle or something. Weird. Yeah, I'm not paranoid though, so don't read into that. Um, I am. Shit. So. You're seeing all of these posts online, yeah. and it's really starting to like irk me. And just like the virtue signaling about, oh, we're all about help Ukraine. We're all about supporting Ukraine. Buy our shit. Um, people sharing these these posts and things like these gas prices are the co- this is the cost of freedom. You could be sheltering in a subway station oh with your cat right now. Stop your bitching. And you know what? I I, I don't slap I, those people. Yeah, and I don't because it, it's the most idiotic argument. I mean, should we be happy that we're not in that situation? Well, sure. Yes. Should we feel grateful that we don't live in a war-torn country? Yes, we should. Yep. But the, well, you could be at war right now getting shelled and possibly dying. That's the thinnest and shittiest argument for anything ever. That's like, that's the I stuff I could also you, have an impacted anal fissure, but I don't. We're in the position we're at with the gas prices mm-hmm. for th- three to four different reasons. Okay, A, the Russia-UK route. Russia-Ukraine conflict. So Russia is a petrol giant, okay? They produce, what, 80 to 85% of the petroleum and crude oil They products. produce like 550 million barrels a day. Right. Well, that's that supplies the lar- the largest part of the gas, the oil, it the does, natural gas right to, now. The Europe, to the rest of Europe. We are having to unlock our stores and send barrels and barrels and barrels of oil to places like Germany and Poland in well, order and that's to get in addition them to, to us take a stand against Russia. And that's in addition to us shutting down the Keystone Pipeline, which produced upwards of 800 yes. and like 880 million barrels, over 200 million barrels a day, yep. more than the Russian pipeline, which is why gas under Trump was so cheap, and we right. were actually selling this oil, right, we, we we had actually done away with our dependency on foreign oil. Yeah. But oh well, that was what the orange man did. Day I mean, one, right now, day one of the Biden administration. Yeah, is the they first shut thing down he the did. Keystone Pipeline. I don't know about you, 
But um, to all you liberals out there listening, I could really do with a bad spray tan and uh, a mean tweet right about now in lieu of four fifty a gallon as I'm getting yep. ready to head into summer so, and vacation season. And, and so and so that was one of the arguments that was thrown back at me yeah. was, well, this is what you wanted. This is what you get in a free market economy. Uh, and no. So for those of you listening that don't understand what that means. Okay, free market economy means that the the market, the global economy, whatever, it is driven exclusively by supply and demand. Right. Supply and demand are the only two factors that are brought into consideration. And 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 in most and in most economic models, supply and demand are are, are pretty strong determining sure. factors in, yeah. in everything. So so you can't discount that. However, to say that those are the only factors right now that we're experiencing in this world economy is disingenuous because right. If you look at the last two years, we had mandates closing down all of our ports in this country. There were, I mean, any port at one time could have maximum of two container ships being offloaded. So what does that mean? It means it takes a hell of a lot longer to get shit in, right? Mm -hmm. Which means what? Your supply is way down. And your demand. While our appetite, yeah, it's way the fuck up. So you're artificially inflating the demand for it for for products while driving down the supply products you're artificially pumping up inflation as a whole Mm -hmm. i mean regardless of and this is all this is all behind the guise of fear be afraid of covid if we don't do this we're all going to die of covid your grandma your grandpa your dog everyone 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 you know there was less than a one percent mortality rate in covid yeah, it didn't matter. No, it didn't. That's matter. what you're told for the first year, mm-hmm. right? Oh, if you're against the lockdowns, you're against the ma- against the mask mandates, right? Doesn't matter. You must want people to die. You must oh, not give a of fuck. Yeah, right. You and I know multiple people that. Oh, you don't need to be going to the store. Yeah. you don't need to be doing. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm supposed to take advice from, from a guy who can barely tie his own shoes or put pants on by himself. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not going to take life advice. Nor am I going to be told what to do by someone who can't even you know manage his own life on their own. Plus, if you're just buying into whatever you're being told or whatever's being spewed on CNN, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. There's two sides to every story. And whether you want to believe it or not, news outlets have an agenda. They're yeah. a and that's, that's as true for CNN as it is for Fox News. Now, yeah. I'll, I mean, I'll be the first to admit, I actually prefer Fox News given the choice. Right, absolutely. But I, I don't, I don't, I'm not oblivious to, to that mm-hmm. point, right? They have an agenda just as well. And it's just yeah, to it's combat to money. The, the left-hand side. And yeah, yeah. it's, it's a for-profit institution. So, you kind of, and this is something we're going to do a future episode on, um, is gathering and vetting intelligence, kind of how to look at your news sources, how do you look at your social media and things like that, and how you can discern what's what is real and and reliable and what's not. But that's I digress. Right. So we have all these people telling, oh, it's the free market economy to blame. Oh, well, you shouldn't. You know, another thing that I was told was, well, then it's your fault for driving a gas guzzler, or. Uh, it's a free market economy. You know what? So if you don't like the cost of gas, simple. Just don't get gas. And it's like, you know. Yeah, so I should people, go to the grocery store. People have store, to, go to, work. go to work. People have to go to get groceries. Uh, I mean, we're it's finally. It's not like it was 50, 60 years ago where you could walk to the end of the street and guys grocers. And, you know, you yeah. could go and just, oh, yeah, 100, 200, 300 yard walk. You're at the corner store where you could buy most of the necessities you had for everyday life. And even for that now, though, with the cost of gas going up, that means the cost of gas goes up for everyone, which includes 
shipping and delivery trucks, which means the cost of those goods is going to go up even further. We've already seen an impact, not just soft goods, like at the department stores, but I mean, the cost of groceries right now is insane. I had a friend show me a picture, or took a picture, $6. For cauliflower? For a head of cauliflower. It's not even the organic stuff. It's the stuff loaded with growth hormones and sprayed with DEET and all that crap, and you got to pay $6 to basically poison yourself with cauliflower. And what did a a head of, that's... That what did a head of cauliflower cost before? Like two bucks, three oh, bucks, ninety nine cents for a head of cauliflower. How, if it's how, in season, did, yeah. you, did you see cauliflower flying off the shelves before this? I bet not. No, but now it's up to six dollars because produce is at a premium, and our inflation is season. Our inflation right now is it? I mean, inflation's at seven and a half percent, the highest it's been in like eighty years or something well, crazy and, like that. And that's why we were supposed to be raising interest rates because in a inflationary uh, economy, which we're at right now, the only way to combat inflation is to raise interest rates. Well, if you've been paying attention to the news, kids, Jerome mm-hmm. Powell came out and said because of the Russia-Ukraine situation right now and all the destabilization of the markets, uh, foreign currency markets, um, I mean, right now the Russian economy and the Russian oh, stock God, market The ruble is, is it, taking it, a nosedive. Yeah, it's like sixty down 60-some percent. But to give you an idea, I mean, their economy is about the size of the state of Florida, so who really gives a flying rat's ass? Yeah. Um, but – they're not going to be touching interest rates for at least another quarter because they don't know how this is all going to play out. And they're concerned with our teetering housing market, with inflation. Which with is also overinflated. I mean, cost of homes right now is almost double there's, what it yeah, was five no years ago. There's no way I should be able to sell my house for like double the money I paid for it and then some. Actually, no. I could sell it for almost triple what I paid for it right now. You could because you paid what for yours? Ninety-two, eighty-eight, five. Oh, 88.5. Yeah, you yeah. could, because realistically, I mean, yeah. I'd be look. I mean, two forty would be a lot, but I mean, I, I I could get close to it. I just saw somebody pay one hundred and fifty-seven thousand for an eight hundred square foot shit shack built on a slab. At least they got a totally kick-ass basement. Well, that's that's all that's available right now. Yeah, there's no know? there's and no supply. Um, there's there was a house down the street from my girlfriend that went up for sale. They had. 31 visits lined up for their first day on the market. That's insanity. When people are lined up to wait for an agent to finish so they can go in, like it's not an open house, but they're literally waiting out in the front yard for their so turn. Everybody to go gets in. 10 minutes to walk through, and that's hey, that's what you have to make your decision off of. Basically, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy a I mean, house. If you, like you got to buy a house, right? You got to buy a house. You got to buy a house. There's nothing you can do. You got to. Yeah. You got to play the game. Unfortunately, there's right now construction is through the roof, but everybody's paying half a million dollars for these houses that should cost three hundred yeah, because lumber labor was is up. Up because you got to pay everybody a million dollars to come back to work, right? Because oh, God, McDonald's yeah. is paying seventeen bucks an hour, and that then, was a problem. And a lot yeah. of Republican representatives, a lot of, I mean, I mean, and and it, and here's the problem: is that. The left is so good, um, and I and I hate doing this. I fucking hate doing this. I hate just saying it's right versus left all the time because we're all in this together. Sure, but it is predominantly the liberal left politicians and liberal left mouthpieces on Instagram and everything. They want to talk about oh well. The conservatives are saying that you shouldn't be making that money for that job, so they don't give a shit about you. And it's like, no, no, it's because we understand macroeconomics and we don't want it to skilled labor positions. The rest of the world. There's basic labor positions. There's educated jobs and there's uneducated jobs. Sure. I'm not trying to say that anybody's not worth it. I'm not. But if you can take a 16 year old kid who doesn't know shit about shit and right. pay them to flip burgers at McDonald's. What incentive are you giving anybody to better themselves or increase their education? If you, I mean, or, if you're going to pay them thirty, what? Because uh, what is it, fifteen an hour or so? There's some organization, right? They were they're all 
lobbying and rallying for $15 an hour, right? Sure. And now all those fast food places are paying 15 to 17 an hour for these basic starting wages because they need to get people in the door to run they it. They have to, yeah. Now they got it, right? They got what they asked for. Yeah, $17, So are they, what are they doing? Now, oh, we want 25 an hour. Like, yeah, you can go fuck yourself sideways mm-hmm. $25 an hour. You get people that spent years and years getting a degree and honing skills and getting seniority in their chosen fields. And because they haven't jumped jobs 18 times, now the burger flipper who gets my order wrong at McDonald's gets to make as much money or, yeah. you know, just shy of what I make. That's I think not, that's, I mean, it, you well, have and to. What, and it's going to, what it's going to do is it's going to lead to, we're going to end up in a recession, essentially. We're not going to be able to keep up. The price of goods are going to go up too high. We're going to end up in a Great Depression type situation. And just for those of you, you know what's home, fucking funny? The same thing happened the last time Obama was in office. But that was that was Bush's fault. That was he was just cleaning oh, up yeah. Bush's mess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but we got cash for clunkers out of it, so it's all good. And Obamacare, the, the <laughs> which actually, care, which was so ineffective that it's actually cheaper to get the tax penalty than to actually sign up for the uh, universal care. Yeah, I've not talked to anybody who has told me that Obamacare actually made their position a more positive experience on life. No, People well, who genuinely needed the, the help. health care across the board. didn't matter if you were PPO, yep. uh, HMO. It doesn't matter what your insurance was. Your costs went up because mm-hmm. now everybody has to have insurance. So there's got to be more money in the till to cover everybody's shit. Well, and I'm not saying that that's not... The, I mean, it's a the, great idea in theory. Just in yeah. practice, not so much. That was the worst way to go about implementing it, but that's what that's what his stamp on the country was, largely, was Obamacare and cash for clunkers, period. Yeah. Oh, and Michelle Obama, you know, with her, like... You know, her... Uh, oh, when she ruined our lives by taking all the pop out of the vending machines at school. Yeah, that was bullshit. But, hey, she was on Sesame Street, so, you know... <sighs> that was awful. Yeah, that was pretty um, sweet. But yeah, so, so we're being, I'm being, I mean, and I don't know if you've dealt with any of this, but talking to people. Very, very marginally. Yeah. Nobody's really made me feel bad for complaining about gas prices. Oh, I won't. At this point, I'm so, after everything that I've personally dealt with through COVID, Mm -hmm. um, and then for my, for my beliefs around the second amendment, for being a conservative, for being a Catholic and Irish Catholic, you know, um, I don't feel bad anymore because i've just come to the realization the internet is just there to be fucking a brutal shit bag to people now it doesn't mean i go out of my way to start fights and everything and i probably i tried not to engage at all honestly i'll i'll have a healthy conversation where i can but i don't feel bad about hurting anyone's feelings anymore because given the opportunity i've had people tell me that i want to see schooled children die uh i've had people tell me i'm a nazi i've had people tell me i don't give a fuck about gay people and their rights none of which are true None of which are even remotely true, at and at this and there's no there's no evidence to support that. There's no reason to say things like that. Short of I support politicians and ways of living that that they don't. You so, know when they they appointed that justice to the Supreme Court and everybody said it was going to be like that TV show. What was it? The one on uh, Netflix. Uh, I don't know. Um, because she, you're talking about the most recent appointment. Barrett. Amy Comey Barrett, oh, when she yeah. was appointed, they said it was going to be like that TV show where they just use women as baby factories or something. Oh, my God. Yeah. No. She she got it. She got She came under fire real big. Oh, yeah. They, they tried. But has anything, my, point to, my point to that whole comment was, um, you know, has anything happened? 
No, no she actually... because in this country, one person doesn't like when Trump got elected. You know, like there were people saying, "Oh, I'm moving to Canada because he's he's gonna you know hunt down the gays." Like, no, he's not. No. He has never said well, anything like that. And then the the commentary when Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed, mm-hmm. you know, all the outcry in social media and oh the the notion that. Um, he shouldn't be able in his last what six months in office, whatever. Didn't stop he shouldn't, Obama. He shouldn't be able to appoint a Supreme Court justice. Oh, and as soon as uh, Biden gets in, oh, he should be able to pack the court. That's what we need. He I should be able to expand the court to what fifteen or eighteen uh, judges. They wanted, or yeah, they wanted to 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 stack it so that with the expansion, right, the sitting president gets to pick the next those justices. So mm-hmm. it would, you know, oh, but, well, but we can't have a conservative Supreme Court. Why not? We had a liberal leaning Supreme Court for years. Years. It, it's the way it happens. That's how the. Yeah. I mean, I that's why checks game, and balances exist. That's period. how our government is structured. If you don't yeah. like it, then elect in people that are going to do something you know, about we'll it. Freaking Canada. Or something. The problem is that you have these people, these politicians like Nancy Pelosi and Kamala Harris, oh, that horrible women would rather horrible women. They hate freedom. <laughs> They do. I mean, honestly, they really do. Uh, or Which, Rashida Tlaib. Pelosi must have sold what was left of her soul to get reelected for her final term as Speaker she of the House. She barely... Because, like, if you She look called at in her, somebody who had COVID. She brought them into the into yeah. the building to make sure they were there for the vote well, so I that just, she could... I find it hilarious because she's always, like, up in arms about something. But it's like, hey, maybe you should be up in arms about your district because I'm pretty sure hey, it's full of homeless people and crackheads out Watch out, man. She's a street fighter. Her words. Oh, yeah. She said she was going to take off her heel and she was going to, like, stab somebody with it or something, right? She's a travesty and, yeah, she's not a great appointed uh, Horrible human being. Representative. Um, But anyways, so the situation with the Ukraine, right, it's – this is the cost of freedom. And I I find that ironic that people are throwing that around and they're not doing anything to help. They're not Mm -hmm. volunteering their time. They're not sending their money over there. Who's freedom? It's the price of freedom for who? Not for us. We have freedom here. Right. And remember – when the discussion previously was, you know, um, I think about that rant that Jeff Daniels did from that show, The Newsroom, about why America is the greatest country in the world. And, right. oh, because of freedom. Everyone has freedom. Clearly fucking not. At least not to the, and I had this, this discussion on Christmas Eve a couple of years ago with a friend who wanted to point out about, oh, how many different countries in the world all have freedom. Yet, when something like this happens, because right, Ukraine had freedom, oh, right? Yeah. They were not a Russian state. They were not controlled by Russia. They were a sovereign nation. They had they had freedom, right? They Just like all these other countries. Yes. Yep. Like Taiwan has freedom right now until China starts doing their flyovers and starts invading them because they want to take them back just the way Russia is trying to take back Ukraine, yep. right? So do you really have freedom? Uh, this is the price of freedom. Not my freedom. We have that. Maybe the price of freedom for somebody in Ukraine. Closely monitored, restricted government freedom, which and, is and so here's not the and the common the same thing. Yeah, exactly. And the and the commentary around some of this too. Um, you know, if we really cared so much about fighting this fight and supporting Ukraine, because right, that's what everybody says. Oh, support Ukraine. I stand with Ukraine. We need to help the Ukraine. Why haven't we sent troops? And we that could mean the U.S. That could mean NATO. Why isn't NATO sending... Oh, well, they're not a NATO country. Poland doesn't is. matter. Why isn't it these matter. other countries... Why does it always have to be the U.S. that steps in? Right. Or at the very least, why does it have to be U.S., the U.S. Army, the U.S. military, right, yeah. that's coming in to drop the hammer? Why do we have to fight everyone's fight? Why can't... Because the liberals like to bitch about military spending so much, but then they want to send our military everywhere to save everyone all the fucking time... And I think as the world's superpower, we, we oh, should We're the, we're the kid on the block with the biggest stick, so we do have a bit of an, a responsibility. I agree. Um, I agree with that. However, you can't 
expect that to be the way we live. We're going to fight everyone's fight. We're going to help help everybody, right? America first is a right, bad idea. The world, right? But then you're going to cut. You're going to slash your military spending. Oh, we spend too much on weapons of war. We spend too much money on the military. We spend too much on all of this, right? right? So then, how does this work? Why do why are we not putting more pressure on? Look at Germany. Germany barely has a standing military. It's a joke. Or France or Poland. Any of those countries, I mean, Poland's right there. They're on the border. That's where everyone's escaping to is Poland. Right. So if Poland gets invaded, then that's act that's an act against a NATO country. Right. Right. We could send some troops. We don't have to do a full scale de- deployment like we did with Iraq and Afghanistan. I think that would be that would be a very poor decision. Well, didn't we just send like seven thousand troops to Germany or Poland or something like that to we stand did. on standby? Yeah, but they're just, but they're on standby at a NATO base because we're not getting involved. So who's getting involved to help Ukraine? Nobody. It's literally untrained guerrillas. Mm-hmm. Guerrillas as a in guerrilla warfare. They toss them an AK. They're like, hey, yep. make sure that you know the this is the business end. And Versus you point that at the, bad the guys. largest or second largest standing army in the world, right behind China. Yeah, I think it's China, Russia, then us. Yeah. Now, not that does not to be confused with the most technologically advanced army in the world. Because that's um, us. That is us, but. There's also reports now coming out that these Russian soldiers are putting holes in their own gas tanks and shit because they don't want to be there. They don't agree with why they're there. And Russia's detaining people at a rate paralleled only by Nazi Germany. I hate that it comes back to Nazi Germany. It's always fucking Hitler's fault. He did but, some pretty bad shit. So, I mean, yeah. 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 I mean, and he kind of wrote the playbook for oppression and dictatorship and, you know, kind of the, the giant cocktail. It is. I think what it all comes down to is you're like, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah. Like they're going to find a reason to be pissed at a right wing conservative. So, you know, my you point, know. my point with all that, like you're, you're an asshole and you're entitled if you're happy that you're not living in the Ukraine, but then yeah. you're also an asshole if you're upset that you're paying $6 so, a gallon for gas this summer. Right. And my, so my point then is, you know, this is the price of freedom and you know, this is, you know, what we're fighting for the Ukraine. If we're so concerned with that, then why aren't we doing anything about it? Sanctions? We haven't even sanctioned even Russian sanction energy yet. From the wire system yet? We did. We shut down Swift. Oh, okay, did we finally do that? Because yeah. last I had checked, we placed sanctions against them, but their their Swift code. No, still they've been cut the off. The systems. Russian economy has lost access to Apple Pay, Google Pay, the Swift system, um, Zelle. Uh, all the the e commerce stuff has mm-hmm. basically been cut off. We took all their vodka off our shelves. Oh boy, there's re- that's really gonna hit them in the plums. You know, that's really gonna just hey. drive those ruskies fucking nuts. Oh, yeah. Um, why haven't we done anything? Why haven't we? And this is the point I made to this individual online: was why haven't we sanctioned Russian energy? Why haven't we sanctioned Russian oil? The response was, well, if we sanction Russian oil, then we'll really have some problems to deal with. This fucking country has never in has never made those decisions from a position of fear. We've never been afraid to make those decisions, to send those messages, because we know the might of our country and we know our capability. And it, by the way, it's not just us, right? It's the NATO countries. It's our allies that are in the surrounding areas. Why now are we afraid to take that stand, right? We're the face of democracy. This is democracy in the free world. We're taking back democracy from the evil Donald Trump, right? We fucking heard that for the entire campaign season from Joe Biden, right? This is democracy winning. Democracy won in this election because yeah. whatever we had with yeah, Donald Trump ass. where he was democratically well, elected. With Biden with 7.5% inflation and $5 a gallon a of gas. Crime rates the that weakest are international astronomical. policy that we've ever had. 
Um, our foreign policy is for sure. Right it's now. terrible. It's absolutely terrible. That's why this didn't happen when Trump was in office. People will say, oh, it's because Putin was in bed with Trump. No, well, it's because Putin knew that Trump was not afraid to whack him with the forget me stick if he stepped even out Even if he line. was. Even if he was. Right? Let's say that let's say that Trump and by the way, they spent all his entire presidency investigating yeah, trying to Russian collusion, yeah. trying to impeach him unsuccessful, right? Right, right. There's already been proof linking Biden and Biden's son to China and the Ukraine. Yes. I said the Ukraine again. God yeah, damn it. I want to look that up. That's going to fucking bother me. Well, you know, Hunter's an artist, and um, a lot of his pieces are very highly touted by, um, you know, a lot of the Russian oligarchs uh, and um, um, whatever the guy's name is that runs China. You know, he's he's uh, he's very talented. Yeah. By the way, that briefcase of cocaine is his inspiration. It's not actually um, a controlled substance. It's what he uses to work. It's, it's yeah, it's... It's office work, supplies, work, if you really think about supplies. it. Yeah. But that's the thing. So, I mean, and they're in bed with China. And China oh, okay, is yeah. the only country, the only world power, right, that no. hasn't gone out and condemned what Russia has done. No, because they're buddies. I'm pretty sure that whoever is running China and Putin golf on something. Well, do they play golf in that part of the world? I have no idea. They go fishing, bear wrestling, so, whatever. I mean, this very well we're seeing right now. This could be the law. This could be the beginnings of World War Three. Yep. Very, very, very easily. Very, very possibly because Putin is just paranoid enough to have his finger on the nuclear trigger. He's already stood up their nuclear um, teams, division, whatever. Yeah. He's put them on alert or standby. He's took control of the world's largest nuclear facility in, um, in Ukraine. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's not. I mean, it's not great. So this whole. You know, oh well, you could be down there getting bombed. Um, no, I wouldn't be hiding in a store, in a shelter. Um, and this isn't to to flex or to jerk myself off about this, but just like in Ukraine, fighting age males are out fighting for their country. I would, I, I'm going to say, I would think. I know for a fucking fact that if the roles were reversed here in the United States, there would be a lot of fucking people out there fighting. Yeah, one there, day conflict. You got 80 million gun owners in this country. Oh, yeah. It's insane. And, and and this is why training is important, right? Yeah. Teach marksmanship. Know how to use your basic medical supplies. Right. Know how to use your basic optics. How many people in Ukraine do you think own, you know, ballistic plates or any sort of... I mean, plates are just a part of it, right? I yeah. mean, how many people do you think over there own a fucking AK? Um, I guarantee you the discussions they're having over there aren't about how What do you think is going to happen when this is all said and done and the government tries to like audit that, that AK give out program? They're like, no. hey, where's that rifle we gave you? And they turn around, what rifle? What are you talking about? I didn't get one of those. All you gave me was two Molotovs, and I tossed those like the next day. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, as a, how would you, why would you, though? Yeah, why would you give you it just, back? You just, yeah, why would you ask yeah. for it First back? off, you don't know if it's going to happen again. Second, exactly. AKs are fucking cool. And third, like they gave it to you. Well, that's yours. Now. This is just this is just and this is what kills me right in the State of the Union with Biden. He spent oh, yeah. the and I don't know if you watched the State of the Union. I watched the live feed of Stephen Crowder and, oh, and his guys. How tanked did they get? Oh, dude, I, I don't know. I only made it like 40 minutes into the two hour video. Didn't he call it the Iranian situation at one yes. point? Yep. Yes. He, and so he referred to the Ukrainians as the Iranians, uh, which was a make. it was a you know what? Finish your drinks. That's it. That's not a drink. That's a finish your that's drinks. Your finish I can't believe drink. he just called them Iranians. So he spent the first 20 minutes talking about the resiliency of the Ukrainian people and how bad Russia is and how they're fighting back bravely. And, you know, again, support for Ukraine. Let's let's, you know, uh, let's say all the right words and and pull on the right emotional strings while meaning basically none of it. And then later on, it ends the speech with 
we're going to take back the American people's guns. We need more gun control here. Yeah, how, how the hell do you start a speech talking about empowering how, the Ukrainian people? How armed people? citizens protecting their country is what we should all aspire to. And look at how inspirational but by the way, are. we're taking all of your fucking guns away because when we do this to you in like five to seven months... Um, yeah, you can't be trusted to have these. Yeah, we can't be trusted. Yeah, yeah that worked out real well for Ukraine. You no, know, and it's, it's 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 what happens when Red Dawn happens and they finish constructing that artificial bridge through the Bering Strait, and and the Russians just start pouring into Alaska. What, is that what, what happened? Huh? Is that how it happened in Red Dawn? I yes. thought they just the yeah. Cubans and the so, Russians. So it was a two pronged attack where they started parachuting in. Um, from Cuba because they had missile bases in Cuba at one like in the eighties. This yeah, is yeah. all obviously the, in the eighties. The Swayze, um, but they also version, crossed over the land the bridge. Like they they reconstructed the Bering Strait essentially and walked across or marched across to Alaska, and they just you know took over all of Alaska and they started pushing in through Washington and Canada, and but in that scenario, um, China was actually on our side and they had wiped out like half of the Chinese military. Um, really, I haven't seen. I've not seen that movie in so long. I, it's been, go I haven't it. watched the remake with Josh Peck and um, Thor, but uh, <laughs> I did. I did watch the original couple, a couple of times, and I mean, I swear the the I, if if the Russian army rolls in that heavy, where you've got like you've got like every guy's rocking like two AK seventy fours, and every jeep has a fifty caliber dishka on the back, and like yeah. they just like there's so much art. First off. That's going to be kind of cool because, like, the first dude I knock off with a dish go, like, that's mine. Um, however, unrealistic, um, yeah, totally unrealistic. Like, you're gonna march first off, there's no way that you're gonna be able to march through to Alaska and then just kind of take a nice little leisurely jaunt through Canada. Well, you like, know, Canada was allowing uh, it was either Russia or China, I can't remember. Yeah. Last year, they were allowing them to conduct cold weather and winter military training exercises in Canada. Well, because what's Canada going to do? You think the Mount Me police are going to like do anything on their mooses or horses or whatever? No, they just had the renaissance of great gun control, what, two years ago, three yeah. years ago? Everyone needed, oh, we all need to surrender our firearms. Yeah, nice job, now, Trudeau. Now they're finally coming back around, and there's actually a, a fairly strong pro-gun movement. I, I can't call it a pro-2A movement because... They, they don't, don't have a Second Amendment. They, yeah. they don't have a Constitution. They don't have... I mean, they don't have a lot of cool things there. They don't even have, like, the the CFL is just a pale, pale imitation of the NFL. And that's why I could never go live there. It's a joke. I don't know. Who the hell knows what an Argonaut is? Um, Jason does. Cool. So, like, one guy. (laughs) Jason and the Argonauts. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. they found some golden fleece once. Point is, like, Canada, (laughs) I mean, they're going to be taking whoever side isn't going to get their ass kicked. I mean, (laughs) I feel like... I feel like we have a good relationship with Canada, but I mean, you never talk about like the brave Canadian soldiers in World War II, like the no, Frenchies. They're, you, they're, in World War II, there definitely were some. Um, yeah, the first, rem- the much. first formation. No, seriously, there were uh, the first formation of the. I don't know if it was the Green Berets or some branch of special operations was a joint venture between Canadian and American forces. Okay. Um, now I will I will agree with you to an extent. In the later years here, they haven't really done a whole lot, and their navy and air force are kind of a joke. Um, so they have an air force. I'm sure they have an air force. Yeah, the, no, they, they're they navy. still have a cavalry where like the mounties ride in on like a moose or something. The Royal Mounted Police. Yeah. Um, I don't know how that what works. Was that Due North. Yeah. Um, so was... I mean, you can watch. Okay, so I mean, if we're going to talk about that for a second, I'll give you. I will give you a bottle of something. I'll give you a signed $2 bill if you can tell me that guy's dog's name in that show. 
Oh, I can't fucking remember. It was half wolf though. Yes, he was half wolf. Um, his name was so you. They often refer to him as Deef, but his full name was Diefenbach. I don't understand why the fuck you know that. But um, we're not going to talk about this show. We're just going to talk about Canadian TV shows worth fucking watching. Reboot. I, no. So Due North is not what I was talking about, but Flashpoint. So that's oh, around that's... a Canadian SWAT team. Um, what's the other one? Nine two or something, um, nine twenty one. Oh yeah, with uh, with Jared Kiso in it. The guy from Letterkenny. Um, that was a good that cop drama was like four seasons long. Yeah, it was um, good. That was that was a really 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 good show and definitely worth watching. Um, but it's just not their bit. Canadians are mostly peaceful people. Um, but kind of getting back to the the point here, this stand with the Ukraine. Yes, we should support them, but I think that we need to do more. You know, I, I think I'm we, so it's time for us to get involved. It's time for us to stand up. The virtue signaling just pisses me off because it's just like the social oh, justice keyboard ninjas can go choke on. Well, one. it's it's how how quickly in basically what a two week window, right? We shifted from oh, I you know get vaccinated, I support the vaccine, or yep. just like everybody was all about the Black Lives Matter movement uh, that one for that one fucking summer, everybody's profile picture was all blacked out. Or was yep. the picture of a raised black fist? Then it was oh, you know, I I trust the science, I support the vaccine. Now it's I stand with Ukraine. I support Ukraine. People are so fucking impressionable. They're looking for a cause. That's that's all they're doing. Well, but they're not. In, I mean, and and you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, I do hold myself in a higher regard than that because I go out of my way to actually research a lot of these issues and draw my own conclusions, my own positions. I don't just align with the Democratic Party because everybody on TV told me that I should hate Donald Trump or I should hate Ron DeSantis or I should hate well, I mean, Marjorie Taylor you know, Greene. And one of one of the like most popular arguments is, oh, Donald Trump was an asshole. Yeah. Okay. He never really claimed to be anything other. I mean, if you think about it, the guy was the most American president possible. He was slightly overweight. Okay. Not really the best dresser because his suits looked like sometimes you let the air out of him. Okay. Um, he ate McDonald's like at an alarming rate. But you know what he did do? He had great foreign and economic policies. The market yeah. was charging out of control in the right direction when he was a president. The housing market was stabilized. The unemployment rate was low. Thing, he brought more production back to the United States. Inflation was at an all-time low. Yeah, inflation low. Was, was super low. One and a half percent? Yeah. No, it was, it was crazy low. It was fantastic. Was he kind of a dick sometimes? Yes. Should he have had his Twitter account permanently removed? Probably, yeah. I'd actually whoever be in it was that was like that. his personal aide probably should have just had a cell phone blocker in their pocket at all times. But the guy, like he did his job fairly well. We didn't. Why is it that we only face these international conflicts when we have democratic presidents in office? Because I mean, they bar, have... bar the war on terror, which was not. We I mean we were attacked, right? Yep. You know, um, but what happened? Okay, so when Obama was in office, twenty fourteen, right, his second term. Yep. Russia took the Crimean the Crimean Peninsula. Mm-hmm. They invaded Crimea and took it over. Now you're part of Russia. What did we do? Nothing. Nothing. We slapped some sanctions on them because that's going to fucking fix all of this. Mm-hmm. Where did Russia invade from? Crimea and the northern border of yes, Ukraine. They've been setting this up since. Well, even pr- months prior to this, not even just years, but months prior to this, when they were they were shoring up debt and things like that nas- on a national scale because they were anticipating all of these sanctions and these economic moves mm-hmm. against them. 
they've been planning on this and original you know we need to do more right nato needs to step in ukraine signed the the agreement in 94 um i think it's it was the bolivia accords um, or maybe it was syria probably getting they assigned accords in 94 basically agreeing against nuclear armament mm-hmm. they took the steps to begin they want they want to be they want to become a part of nato we for whatever reasons which i really haven't looked into well, we're not going to allow them into NATO. Well, it's because they still had active nuclear reactors. But was I, don't that believe, it? I don't believe it was weapons-grade nuclear materials, so though. I think it was more like energy. So they were, they've been asking for help. And by the way, they're fighting back, right? Yeah. They're being successful right now. Do you know who sent them hundreds of Javelin missiles and arms? Um, it wasn't President Biden. It was President Trump. He, I, I don't think he saw that. Maybe he did see this. Maybe after his discussions with Putin and everything... He knew this guy's a fucking nutball and that this was coming. So what did he do? He didn't put troops in Ukraine, but he sent them the arms so that they can defend themselves. If you want to stand with Ukraine, cool. Donate food, medicine, whatever. Donate money. But we as a country, if we're really going to be the democratic center of the world that, that helps everybody and takes care of everyone, you need to send troops. Point blank, we need to step up. We need to get involved. We need to do something. We have a responsibility. Yeah, it, it really. What is, there's that quote from some movie. I don't know. Um, All that is necessary for evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's time to do something. They need to do. I don't know. They yeah, something needs to happen. Some kind of military action. Um, yeah, something. Some kind. Some kind of show of force. And I mean, if it launches into a conflict, then it, I mean, it does. But. Before we get called out all over the internet, like I don't know specifically what that thing is, but I do feel like something needs to happen. I don't claim yeah. to have all the answers here, and I'm sure you don't either. No, no, no. Um, but I, I, right now, the Ukrainian people are doing as well as anyone can be can expect to do. With mm-hmm. I mean, fighting off it's an it's the fucking Russian army, you know, largely with a civilian populace as your armed force. Yeah, or calling calling fighting age men into service. You're, you know, being turned away at the borders. Hey, you got to turn around and go back and fight. I mean, it, the, the whole country is only the size of Texas. I mean, right. I, I say only, but. Which is massive in itself. But in terms of countries, that's not super huge. Yeah, it really, I mean, it really isn't. So I just, you know, a lot of this, it, it kind of weighs on me. Not in a way where it, I lose sleep or anything, but it does bother me that I hate being told that I need to shut up and just be grateful for what I have. Um, I am grateful for what I have. I've worked pretty goddamn hard for everything that I, that I have. Um, and yes, I, I fully realize if the, the way that I talk on this podcast every week and the things I say on this podcast aren't example enough that I appreciate being an American and I love being an American and I love my country and I count myself fortunate to be in my country. Um, maybe people aren't paying attention, but Oh, you can't complain. This is, the you fuck know, I can't. This, this is, is America. I can do whatever the hell I want. Exactly. Within reason. I mean, exactly. I and just because we're not at war doesn't mean that I should be grateful for all the bad shit that's happening. Yeah, we're to not me. at war, so don't have a fucking opinion. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And where is where is all this 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 massive concern uh, the rest of the time? Right? Because you know who's all, all, always at war? Basically, every country in Africa. Oh. Are we allowed to bitch about the cost of what it costs me to buy a diamond engagement ring for my wife? Because that's what they do down there is conflict diamonds, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, engagement is expensive. Fuck those guys in Africa. 
well, you could be locked in cages and be, you know, uh, massacred and be a victim of genocide. So you should just be grateful. No, nobody says that because they don't fucking care. Because the media. Because that's not the hot button political issue right now. Because the media now. didn't that's not the tell sexy them the issue right now. That's not what all the hipsters exactly. are concerned with. So, I mean, spare me with the fake outrage and and the 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 fucking social media pressure. I just it's bullshit. And yeah. you know, I was actually I'm happy that you were here to to kind of explain the 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 economic impact on what oh, this yeah. is going to look like because this isn't going to go away. I mean, best case scenario. For all those we people that think like, oh, hey, savings, CD, like the, the, the bank rates are going to start going up because you saw mortgage rates start going no. up. Um, no. I got news, kids. Buckle in. Um, you're still going to be making next to nothing on your savings and your CDs. And gas prices are going to be up for gas at least the prices, next 90 days. Yeah. You're, you, I would expect gas prices to be up through the end of the summer. I really would. Um, yeah. Because unless this turns itself around and resolves itself in a unprecedented fashion – um, there's going to be a lag time for those because, you know, and we see it in a lot of um, economic factors. Prices are always going to drop a hell of a lot slower than they shoot up. That's yeah. just the way it is. Because um, everyone hedges against Well, because we you need know, to keep costs up to discourage buying so that we can rebuild and replenish our our barrel stores, our, stores, our, our, our reserves. reserves, because, you know, we're not going to reopen the Keystone Pipeline. That's just fucking See, lunacy. That's, and that was so he mentioned that in the State of the Union, right? President Biden mentioned that he worked with world leaders to unlock oil reserves and get 60 million barrels of oil, which sounds like a lot. And except that if you look at what that the U.S. consumes almost 21 million barrels a day on its own. Dude, great. You bought three days worth of oil. Because you won't unlock the pipeline here in North America, which runs through Canada as well, by the way. Mm-hmm. Why not? Even temporarily. Give us a fucking option. No, instead, we're just going to let Russia keep doing this. We're not going to sanction their largest export and their largest, basically, influx of cash. Comes right, from you're, their oil. you're essentially funding their military action at this point yeah. by continuing to purchase because crude oil. and He is units. afraid that politically, if he does it and it results in some kind of military action, he'll be blamed. Well, you know what? He's you, already being blamed. Come on, Joey, get your head out of your yeah, ass. It's I not mean, a hat. His his fucking uh, approval rating is like thirty one percent. Yeah, it's it's almost the historical lowest of any sitting president. Uh, I mean, I think Herbert Hoover might be have been lower. Hoover at one got point. down to like into the teens because he was largely blamed for the Great Depression. <clears throat> right, but I mean, but if you remove him from the conversation, yeah, I mean, he's definitely at the top of the list for lowest approval ratings. Oh, we ain't done yet. Not not at all. We no, got we three gotta, and a half more years or two and a half more years yeah. of this crap before we can go through, you know, another election the only, cycle. The only um it's not even exciting, but hope, right, with all this mm-hmm. is we have midterm elections coming up at the end of this year. Yes, yeah, so hopefully so we can in eight months we'll have another election, midterm election, right, for senators, congressmen, right? And hopefully help turn the tide red so to speak, right? Mm -hmm. Because it does seem like the country did a lot better under, I mean, it never used to be this way, right? It never used to be this bad, but right now it just seems that Democrat, that that liberal politicians are so focused on, you know, uh, just the wrong fucking things that the country ends up suffering while they're diverting all the money towards shit that doesn't matter and defunding the police. So yeah, that worked out well. We've record high yeah, how crime is, uh, rates. How is Chop doing? Fucking. You know, the Capitol Hill occupied precinct or something? Or no, Chaz. Chaz. Ch- Capitol Hill autonomous zone. Yeah. Did that did that last? Uh, no. Yeah. No, that made it like two weeks before they had like four murders and they finally just gave up and were like, we can't sustain this. 
right. because they also then at the same token vegan burritos and clove cigarettes. So well, they know. wouldn't. I mean, thefts and attacks were at all time high. People were just it was total anarchy. But then uh, first responders wouldn't go in. No. And like uh, EMTs and medics and stuff, either they wouldn't let them in or they wouldn't want, they didn't want to go in without police uh, escorts, right? Because they're, they don't get beat and stabbed and shot and stuff. And the police weren't allowed to come in. And I, I saw videos of people just screaming, why won't, you won't help him because he's black. Oh, you won't help him. You scared. You won't help him. You won't help him. Yeah, no, fuck no, I'm not going to go help him. Yeah, I, my hobo stab insurance it's, lapsed last month, so I'm not getting fucking that, shivved to help those some ungrateful are, piece of But those of are the kinds of things, and Washington, right, Washington actually just uh, imposed a magazine capacity ban, so nothing over 10 rounds is allowed. Great. Because that's what we need right now, right? If yeah. if the Red Dawn theory plays out, and I'm not saying that it will. I'm not even possibly entertaining the idea that it will. But there are people that, that do. And it is the most, it's one of the more plausible ideas of an invasion, honestly, is they come in through Canada, right? Mm-hmm. Where are they going to come in? Oh, that's right. Through Alaska, down through Canada, into Washington. Right. Right, where to establish a foothold. Yeah, where it's now illegal it's to like, have oh, more than 10 next rounds. next to Washington? Oregon, Utah. Sparsely dense, or sparse uh, population density, so they can get you know at least like a corner yeah, of the US a large and, uh, amount of real estate yeah. that they don't have to fight very very hard for. Right, but I mean, I digress. I mean, it's, it's just, shit's kind of fucked up right now. I think it, it really does suck that as COVID is kind of starting to lose its hold on the world, so to speak, and people were gearing up. I know I was planning on taking a vacation this summer. You know. Uh, wanting to go out and do things, wanting to go out and experience things to travel a little bit. Sure. Even if it's just to Northern Michigan, let alone someplace like Vegas or something, you know, um, now gas prices are kicking you in the nuts because we're, right. we're it's going to be worse than it was when Obama was in office. Yep. And that was mid, we're already where he was. We're going to be pretty soon here. It'd be four and a half bucks a gallon. So we're probably going to hit somewhere around $5 a gallon here in Michigan. Um, it's already almost at 7 in California the last I checked. So, yeah, I mean, you're people are entitled to be upset about this. People work hard for what we have. And, and you, you shouldn't, just like you shouldn't have to pay X amount of money, right, at the stores for all these goods because all these companies should just cut profit margins because they're greedy fucking companies. Well, those people's jobs that you're talking about. Yeah. Because when you, you know, cut profits, cutting, cutting and, profit margins, that that that's money that goes towards paying benefits, paying salaries. Paying, well, and that's that's the idiocy you know. behind people that that want to scream for better benefits and scream for more hourly pay, and then but have no actual they, understanding of the that it can't all happen at once, right? And it has to be balanced remember, with other things. Do you remember when we tried having that argument with a mutual friend of ours, and um, he tried saying that, oh, if a business can't afford to pay that kind of a wage, they shouldn't be in business. They have no right to be oh, in business. Okay, cool. So we'll go ahead and we'll up you know the wages to twenty five dollars an hour, and when you're paying eleven bucks for a gallon of milk and nine dollars for a loaf of bread. Then we'll go ahead and have this conversation again, and you can tell me about how because the wages will go up, but everything else is going to go up with it. So honestly, do you, did the standard of living really change? So if your wages go up and the price of everything else goes up, yeah. the valuation of your dollar goes down. Correct. Welcome to socialism and communism. Fact. That's that's where it is, and you you won't because businesses won't be able to stay uh, in business, right? So that that includes farms. Right, that includes uh, textile industry, so it'll be just like a socialist country. Yeah, trying because, to stay solvent when you have to charge or you have to pay your workers, you know, twenty five dollars an hour to do literally anything. I mean, I don't know about you, but I definitely take a crap on company time. Like, yeah, 
Well, it's just not warranted in all instances, you know, and people don't realize that. Uh, oh, so I, I, that's my favorite line ever. It's my favorite line ever. Well, socialism hasn't worked because never it's never had a chance. Never truly had socialism. You know, look at some of these, look at these countries in Europe. You know, Finland's a socialist country. It's like, they're a socialist democracy. Yeah, that's, which that's is completely a bit different. different. And also, they're the size of like Tennessee. So yeah, they're a postage stamp country buried in the heart of Europe. Like well, they're, they're not really the heart. Like the, regardless, they're in Europe. Okay, yeah, uh, like they're, they're, they're a they're, tiny yeah. country, a tiny population, a right. super tiny economy. Right. To compare that, yeah. things that work on a microeconomic scale do not expand well into a macro-sized model. It yeah, doesn't it's work just because it works. Econ- there. That's why economies of scale are a fucking thing. Like, yeah, that to say that it's gonna you can it, just pick it up and drop off. it into the United States and everything's gonna be hunky dory is right. Um, is it's awful. That's just, just a dumb idea. But I. We'll save that discussion for another day. So, um, anything else? Uh, That's all I got. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have anything else. I don't know if I'm going to be throwing money at anything else in the near future. I might buy a suppressor soon. That's a a good point. I think if you're listening to this podcast and you're on the fence about a suppressor, you should do it. Um, Because obviously the push for... More gun control is not going anywhere, and the the time frame, the wait, right for a tax stamp, that's not going anywhere either. Although the new e form filing system does, it did actually drop it, so it's supposed to be ninety days. It's supposed okay. to take it from that question mark seven months to fourteen months to ninety days if you file with an e form. So mine should, if that's correct, because I bought mine on. Black Friday, and I switched my e-formal over and filed at the end of January. So end of April. So a month and a half. I'm trying not to think about it. A month and a half, I should be getting my, my suppressor should be getting out of suppressor jail. Yeah. And then I'll have to get it engraved with a serial number because damn the man. But um, yeah, then I'll be able to run a can. And um, if you're talking about things like we are here, guerrilla warfare and all that stuff, um, signature reduction is a huge huge part of your concealability and things like that. So um, if you can't afford nods, which most of us can't, um, and you can't afford the IR laser and everything that goes with it, that if you don't just have 15 grand what, laying yeah. around. People don't have fifteen to $18,000 to uh, to dump into night vision technology and the lasers. Right, and, you are. And the, 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 the and strobes. And it doesn't really help that much if you have nods, if you've got giant fireballs out of the end of your rifle. So you still have to have a suppressor anyway, but it helps reduce your flash signature and your noise signature. So True. Um, that in combination with a good white light can get you a long way. And I think that, I mean, I know the NFA sucks. I mean, it sucks a little bit worse not having some of that stuff. So if you're thinking about it, words of encouragement, just just do it now. Do it and then have it by the summer. Um, you know, make the commitment with the way people aren't shooting right now. That suppressor is going to last you a long time. And a quality can, you're going to have to shoot a lot like to outshoot that. Th- tens to shoot of it out. thousands of rounds to wash yeah. that thing out. Well, I mean, if you buy a good a good brand, you know, Surefire, Dead Air, yeah, you can go tens of thousands of rounds and it's still, I mean, they're, some of those are built pretty fucking good. If you go cheaper, maybe not so much. I don't really know what's out there. I know Yankee Hill's a decent brand. Dead Air is a good brand. Surefire is a good brand. I've heard lately, I've heard some mixed things on Griffin. Um, there, there's a lot of options out there, you know, good, bad, otherwise, whatever. So, uh, OSS CGS, I've heard great things about CGS and the way they basically, they basically 3d print these suppressors. 
Um, it's not quite that cut and dry, but that's basically how they do it. So there's no seams in it, uh, making it super lightweight and also super strong. So that's one to check into. But uh, And that one actually reminds me, I have to get with Chris Blau from 1911 Syndicate, have him back on. We're going to talk suppressors in the next couple weeks here. Um, but that's all we got for you guys this week. Uh, I hope you enjoyed our uh, musings. Musings, ramblings, ramblings, uh, incoherent mumblings, rantings um, and ravings um, about what's going on in the world. Um, I kind of like to do this every once in a while and just kind of shoot the shit a little bit and talk about what's going on in the world. Um, so you guys understand kind of my, our thought process, how we look at some things. Sure. Um, but uh, next week, uh, I'll have another episode for you guys. I'm touching up, uh, touching base with Tim, uh, Concept Gray. You guys know him on Facebook, or sorry, on Instagram, uh, Concept Gray. I'll be touching base with him, catching up, seeing what he's been working on, what he's doing, um, and look forward to to more guests in the future and and some more great content. Like I said, uh, check us out on Instagram. If you guys don't follow us on Spotify or Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, I mean, you're listening to this right now, so I'm kind of preaching to the choir, but um, like us, follow us, help us get those numbers up. Uh, But that's all I got. So thank you guys for tuning in, checking it out. We'll be back next week with a whole bunch more until next time. You guys, you get out there, you work hard, train smart. And like we always say here, be prepared.